Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're Two Dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney. How you doing? We're doing good. We're Excellent. Doing good. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, we're hitting the high seas. We are. Yeah. We are very exciting to announce that the uh, two dudes will be cruising together. In July. On a ship. Yes. Not just cruising the post road. Right. Or going to a comic book store. <laughs> Uh, but we will be taking a cruise to the Bahamas yes. in July on the Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, the Disney Wish. Yeah, very excited. Uh, this is going to be my, I mean, obviously only my second cruise. Right. Uh, I'll be riding Cody, uh, Tony's coattails. That's right. Um, I, I'm just, you know, I'm pumped to get back out on the water. Yeah, uh, so uh, we, we are on the Wish, and uh, technically... I think I'm rooming with you. Yeah, we're rooming because we you, have a boys you, in a girls room. Amelia you, you is need, very excited about that. You needed someone <laughs> who is a uh, higher castaway club status to get booked on this cruise because this is Disney's newest ship, as as I mentioned. And uh, yeah, Dave Dave's kind of riding my coattails, but that's okay. It's uh, it's two dudes, two dudes, four nights at sea. That's it. The two and, dudes, uh, four nights. It should be it should be a good time. Now, if anybody listening wants to join us, yeah. Can we do like a group rate? Uh, sure. We're going to need like 40 state That's rooms. fine. We can do I, don't, I don't think we have 40 listeners. <laughs> no, no. But uh, we will be sailing July 3rd, which means we will be gone for the 4th of July. Correct. But we, we will get fireworks at sea. Yes. So that is exciting. Um, so let's talk about cruising for a little bit. Uh, you've gone on one cruise. One cruise. And I, you know, it's funny. I was actually with uh, one of my friends for dinner tonight. And we were talking about our Disneyness, And I, I admit it is... My biggest Disney regret was not hitting the cruise line years earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, the, this was only my second cruise in my okay. entire life. And the, the funny thing is I made the same mistake on, on both cruises. And that was I chose a short cruise mm-hmm. in the event that we didn't like it. And then you liked it. And then we liked it so much that I regretted uh, the short cruise. So... Well, let me let me say this. So, having having been a travel agent for a number of years and booking people, um, my recommendation is always to book like a four night cruise. Yeah. Uh, Disney has cruises ranging from three nights to their their regular cruises can be seven eight nights long, uh, and they've got you know there are some longer, some shorter, uh, but a four night cruise really gives you a, a good look at the, what Disney has to offer. Yeah, I think for your, the first time, the four night was definitely yeah. and again and. You know, uh, we, we do, as a matter of fact, we're talking to some of our friends now about they're interested in booking one. And that was our recommendation. It was actually four nights there and then four nights in Disney. Mm-hmm. This way, you know, uh, my friend's wife isn't too sure about if she's never been on a cruise. She's yep. the same thing, you know, worried about it. So I said, well, the bright side is if, if you go and you hate it, you know, by the time you realize you hate it, you should be a day or two in. So right. a couple more nights right. and you're heading to Disney. Yeah. Now, see, I would do it the reverse. Yeah. I would go to Disney first and then the cruise afterwards because the cruise is very relaxing. And the last thing you want to do is go from a nice relaxing cruise to trying to get somewhere at rope drop at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, see, Disney relaxes me. Doesn't, does it? It's the chaos that calms me down. So, you know, that's, that's one of the, the perks of cruising is you get all that Disney service and Disney touch and Disney attitude, but you don't have to rush anywhere. You're in a floating hotel. It is. Uh, it's a floating know, deluxe hotel. Yeah. You know, you, you, we saw the characters, you had the experiences, you, you had that Disney feel, uh, the Disney touch. And, you know, it, it just, it was an A plus establishment and effort from, you know, the moment we arrived at the dock, even 
uh, we, you know, they had them back then. We took a minivan back right. from the, the cruise to, to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the cruise docked at seven in the morning. You know, we were at Hollywood Studios for rope drop. Right. So, you know, this is obviously pre-COVID days. Yeah. But uh, I just, you know, again, I it's my biggest Disney regret is that we didn't start the cruising earlier. You know, I think there was someone that you know that might have pushed for you to cruise sooner. If only there was. If only but, I had a good friend that said you, to me. But you didn't listen to him. No. No. And uh, again, we did the four night and I, I, the, the itinerary was spot on. Mm-hmm. It's the same uh, itinerary that our ship is going to see. And that's the uh, first day morning you're in Nassau. Yep. Then the second morning you're in uh, Castaway K. Third or morning, Key, Key K, whatever you want to say it. Third morning, it's a day at sea. Yep. Which is obviously self-explanatory. And then the fourth morning, bam, you're, you're back. back. In, you're back. Yeah. Now, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about the disembarkation. Um, but let's talk a little bit. So Disney Cruise Line has now been around for. Uh, over 25 years. They, they were actually founded in 1995. The first sailing was not until 1998, I believe, is when the uh, magic was delivered. Um, and the wonder came soon after that. And then the dream and the wish, which are the larger ships, were delivered in 2011 and 2012. Uh, those ships hold about, I think, 4,500 passengers. Um, and their newest cruise ship, the Wish, which is just slightly larger in terms of size than the Dream and the Fantasy, uh, will be delivered in July. There are two additional ships in the Wish, I'm sorry, in the Triton uh, series uh, that are being delivered in 2024 and 2025. Um, these three ships all run on natural gas, so they're good for the environment. Yes. There's not as big a carbon footprint. I think the most amazing thing about the Disney Cruise Line to me is you think, you know, vacation, you think Disney, you think, you know, it's it's a Herculean uh, effort and company. And the fact is that that Disney only takes about two and a half percent of the cruise line uh, take. Oh, yeah. You know, in the United States. So it, it's funny. And I, I think that's one of the nice things about Disney is that it is a smaller cruise line. It is. But because it's a smaller cruise line, like it's got a big older brother, mm-hmm. it, nobody touches it. Right. You know, it It really is. It's it's amazing when you look that, you know, I, I mean, in, in 2011, they were only under 1.9% of the market share. Yeah. And now they're only up to, you know, 2.5%. Right. I, I just think it's it's it says a lot for the reputation that the cruise line has for being so small. That is true. And uh, just last week, Travel and Leisure, uh, magazine, company, whatever whatever entity you want to call them, just named Disney as the number one uh, cruise line in the mega cruise class uh, category. Uh, so that is big. They're always ranked well for family cruising. Uh, they are number one for families. And Disney was actually the first uh, cruise line that design their ships from the keel up with families in mind. Yes. Uh, they do have a lot of children's spaces, a lot of children's programming on board, uh, and they're the first major cruise line that does not have a casino. Uh, a lot of the cruise lines, you know, they, they make their money on alcohol and casinos, um, and Disney does not have that. They, they don't want that as part of their cruising. Um, they do have bingo, 
if you like to play bingo. Yes. But uh, they do not have a casino per se. So um, that is, uh, uh, to me, that's nice. You know, there's a very, and you've gone once, you've seen what it's like. There's a big family atmosphere. There's movie theaters and uh, Broadway style theaters and kids pools and adults pools and family pools and, you know, spaces that families can spend time together. And, And ideally that's what you know, that's what the cruising is all about with Disney is, is about that family time. But that doesn't mean that you can't get away from your family. Correct. <laughs> uh, the, the kids clubs are phenomenal. Uh, I don't know how much time Amelia spent in there. She spent a couple hours. Uh, actually, she spent a couple hours in the cruise in the, uh, the club on the ship mm-hmm. and a couple hours in the club on Castaway Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, she got to experience two of them. She actually, I don't know, she was not a fan of the one on the island. Okay. Um, you know, and, um, you know, funny nuances of kids. When we picked her up from the, the kids club on the ship, she was upset because she was really thirsty and hungry. Okay. And in her mind, because at that point, you know, up to the, through pre-kindergarten, you always packed her a snack. So mm-hmm. she never thought of asking anybody working for, like, <laughs> something to drink or, gotcha. you know, because we utterly failed as parents and didn't leave her with a snack and bottle of water. She, right, you know. right. So uh, if you bring up Amelia, if you say to her, like, you know, do you want to go back to the kids' club? She says, yeah, but do you think this time maybe I could have some water? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, it, you know, the, the adventure. I remember uh, the last night we were on the ship. We were in the, the Grand Concourse, the atrium mm-hmm. of the ship, and we were walking around the decks just checking it out, and we came across uh, a ship's wheel. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, a ship's wheel in front of a map of what I believe was Neverland. Okay. And, um, you know, not realizing it, but it was actually like a game station. So, mm-hmm. like, you, sp- you, you were driving the ship around the Neverland Island. Right. You know, and that, that was one of probably a couple, you know, a dozen... And then the picture in the frame comes alive. Correct. That's because what it, they're, they're it was, animated. They're animated. Yeah. You know, it, I was just amazed, you know, that. Um, and I, I'll tell you, we didn't play the Muppet uh, Mystery Scavenger Hunt. We never did that. Uh, but we, you know, there was so much. The character interactions, you know, they had a, uh, in the middle of the ship one morning, they had Goofy sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And he was in his pajamas. Like, he was just sleepwalking. And, yep. And, like, you know, Amelia, we, we laughed and watched him. Um in the, our ship was the Dream. Okay. I always forget. I always forget. Sure. The, yeah, whatever the boat was. But um, in the front part of the, the pool deck, there was a small, I would call it a Splash Kids pool. And for two days, we went to it and nobody else was at it. I mean, maybe there was one other family there. So the, the day at sea, we were up there and it was close to lunchtime. And like, you know, you would have expected... Nobody went to this little splash pool. They all went to the main pool. Right. And um, Mr. Smee and Captain Hook came out, and their handlers said that they're supposed to entertain the deck. And it was just us and another family up there. It's the first time I actually got, like, bored having a character interaction. Because right. it was like, okay, we, were the, right, we were the only people there. And, and, you know, Mr. Smee and Captain Hook had a beat to walk, and mm-hmm. we were the only people in it. Right. And, uh, right. you know, it was us, and like I said, us and another family. And... I just I I feel like as much as we did, we equally missed as much. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. and and you know, next time I know like there's several things we definitely want to do that we didn't even come close to doing. Yeah, the, so. you know, the programming pretty much runs from you know nine or ten in the morning until well past midnight. Uh, you know, towel folding, character drawing, 
vegetable car races. Uh, you know, there, there's always something going on, trivia contests, um, and, and they keep you going all, all the time. But, uh, you know, let, let's kind of go back and, and, and talk about, you know, how, how did we pick our crews? Uh, you know, Dave and I uh, had talked about cruising together uh, a couple of times, and it was supposed to happen a few years ago. And and then, uh, weren't you a godfather? Didn't you almost bail on? on- yeah, we um, we almost booked like a really last minute trip, totally forgetting that I had a, I was going to be uh, the godfather, obviously, to my niece, and we forgot like all about it. And like literally, like it was like seventy-two hours before. Like I was on the phone with the credit card, giving Tony the number, right, to book the cruise. But yeah, we realized we had a minor uh, uh, engagement that weekend that we had to uh, to be at. But, right. So, so we we we've tried to do this before. We obviously knew we wanted to do the new ship, um, but if you know, if we weren't. Looking towards the new ship, we'd obviously be looking on uh, itineraries. Um, Disney in the continental U.S., uh, they do sail to uh, the Bahamas. They sail in the Caribbean. Uh, They sail along the West Coast. They do the uh, Mexican Peninsula. They do the California coast, and they do Alaska. Alaska, So they have a number of ports that they work out of. Disney's main port is Port Canaveral. Uh, the dream and the fantasy are headquartered there right now. Uh, the magic will come to the East Coast uh, at various points in the year. Right now, she's over in Europe. Uh, she'll come back and, and cruise out of Miami. Uh, the Wonder is currently on the West Coast. She will sail out of San Diego, uh, Vancouver, or Seattle. Diego or Diego? San, uh, San Diego. Diego. Yes. Diego. Yes. So what does that mean? Uh, I believe that the scholars uh, believe that the name was lost, but many of them believe it was a whale's vagina. Yes. Um, I, I, I've read that in some fine leather-bound books before. <laughs> uh, and then the wonder will also come in the wintertime, uh, do a Panama Canal crossing, uh, and then sail. I believe this summer she's sailing out of Galveston. She's also going to be doing some sailings out of New Orleans. Um, so there are plenty of port options throughout the year. Uh, the Wonder and the Magic are smaller ships. They they accommodate about 28, 20, 27, 2800 guests. Um, so they are smaller. They are the original ships. They're a little quainter. You know, all of the ships have the same kind of amenities. They all have movie theaters. They have Broadway-style theaters. Uh, they have multiple restaurants. They have the Kids Club, the, the Kids, uh, the Oceaneering Club, the Oceaneering Lab. They have the Teen Clubs. They have sports bars, lounges, um, you know, there's, there's plenty to do for folks. So the first part is picking, picking your itinerary and your, your port uh, that you want to sail out of uh, when you're looking for a ship. And, and then the next thing, you know, is, is picking how many days you want to do. Um, like I said, if you're new to cruising, you want to try to do um, maybe four nights just to, to get you into cruising. I think three nights is too short. I agree. And, and, you know, for those of you who have never cruised before, is uh, you have to subtract almost a night of the cruise. You know, so you say it's a four-night cruise, but you have to realize that your first day is hustle and bustle, boarding of the ship, getting situated. You know, you put out to sea usually around like four or five, five, yeah. five dinner time. 
So I, I, I hate to say, but your first day is almost wasted on, you know, orientation, deciding what you want to do, you know, when you're going to do it. And before you realize it, it's bedtime. Yep. You know, so that the, the, it's like, you know, like anything, uh, it, I, you know, again, you have four night cruise, but really, you know, three nights mm-hmm. is, um, is what you're getting, especially if it's your first time, because right. that first day, you know, you want to wander the ship. You want to go get your bearings. You want to see right. where everything is. And so yeah. I agree that by, uh, a three night cruise would be too short yes. for your first cruise because so. you're, by the time you get through that orientation phase, yep. you know, you got, you got one night and then you're off, you know, so. All right. So, so let's, let's talk about that. So, uh, you know, let's say you've decided to do a cruise, you've booked it with your favorite travel agent who happens to be talking right now. And, uh, then you show up for your cruise. The first day you go through, that's embarkation day. Uh, you show up at the Disney cruise terminal, you do your check-in, uh, and then sometime around noon, 1230, uh, they start letting you on board. You have a boarding group number and, uh, you go onto the ship. They take your picture. Uh, you go into the lobby. They have a big introductory ceremony where they announce you to the, uh, to the ship. Uh, and then you're off on your own. You have until about four o'clock to do whatever you want. So, you know, you're not going to have your luggage with you. You've already checked that. So you're bringing your carry-ons. And hopefully you've thrown bathing suits in your carry-on because the first place we usually head is up to the pool deck. Uh, Once you're up at the pool deck, you can grab lunch. Uh, They have a buffet-style restaurant called Cabanas on all of the ships. Or there are a couple of sit-down options where you can go and have waiter service um, and... uh, uh, you know, a regular sit-down meal for lunch, uh, and then you're you're just hanging around. That's that's when you take the opportunity to cruise the ship, look around, um, you know, familiarize yourself with your ship. The cabins will open up, the staterooms will open up around one thirty usually, uh, and at that point you can go to your room, put your uh, carry-ons in there, and uh, meet your room attendant, check out your your surroundings. Um, and then, uh, you know, the next big thing is your muster, uh, where you go to your drill stations just in case there's an emergency. Um, and they take uh, a head count to make sure everyone's there. By that point, it's about four o'clock. And then the big thing is the sail away party. Yeah. And I, I have to say, uh, one of the, you know, obviously, just like anything, when you're, you're in the fear of the unknown, but I was really worried about the process by which, uh, you know, the deep, the, Debarkation, process. embarkation, embarkation yes. process, um, and it was actually extremely easy and streamlined. It's like they know what they're doing. It is. It's like it's not their first rodeo, right? But we uh, we drove into the, the cruise terminal in, in Port Canaveral. We had a friend drop us off, and it was follow a couple of signs, and then uh, from there it was you know take the big escalator to go through security, take the yep. big escalator up. And we had an early boarding group. I believe we were boarding group like eight. Okay. So, uh, you know, they did like one to three first and then, and then it was, so we were one of the, the, the first groups on. So I was actually extremely shocked at how quick and easy the boarding process was. Right. Right. And, you know, if, if you're not, if you don't have the luxury of being one of those early boarding groups, uh, the terminal characters will come into the, into the terminal. Uh, they'll do uh, meet and greets there. You can take pictures with the characters and, uh, you know, uh, walk around the terminal. I mean, there's not really much to do inside the terminal, but uh, at least they bring some characters in. You can usually 
register your children for the kids club while you're inside the terminal. So you don't have to do that when you get on board the ship. Um, but, uh, you know, that first day you're on the ship, you've gone through your muster. The sail away party comes, which is a big party up on deck. All the characters are there. Uh, and that's when the ship pulls away. They uh, take in the lines and uh, the ship sails away. You wave to everybody on shore and uh, you're off at sea. And then the next big event on that first night is your dinner. Um, if you're the first dining seating, uh, they will break the, the guests into two seatings. There's a, a first seating at 6 o'clock and a second seating at 8 o'clock. Uh, were you guys first or second seating? Uh, we were the first. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, the only, I don't want to say the only problem, the, the only problem we had with the, being the first the seating was like the, you know, the fireworks were that were then very late. Mm-hmm. So we had that lull. Right. And at the time we had a three-year-old. Um, so it, it kind of, we had a hard time keeping her up and awake mm-hmm. to, uh, to, you know, for her to, to see the fireworks. Well, listen, I know her now. I know she has no problem staying. Uh, that was, I was <laughs> saying, that was actually before uh, we had this, she, she, before she partied all night. So, and, and the good thing is you have second dining, uh, when you go with us Correct. next July. So that's a good thing. Um, so you go into your first seating, uh, you, you go into your restaurant, you meet your dining staff. Uh, the interesting thing is that Disney's uh, rotational dining, where you will go to one of their restaurants each night, it is a set rotation, uh, and your dining staff comes with you. So you'll meet your waiter and your head waiter. Uh, if you have children, uh, they will serve the children first, and then about half hour into the meal, the kids club folks will come through the restaurant. And if you want to send your child down to the kids club at that point, they will take them right from the restaurant and bring them down so that you can enjoy a meal uh, as adults, which which is a nice option. Um, after your meal, uh, you go into whatever uh, play is going on that night, whatever performance in the theater. Uh, and while you're in the theater, that second dining group will come in and they went to the play while you were eating. While you were so eating, yeah. uh, half, the, half the ship eats, the other half goes to the play, and then they flip-flop. So, uh, you know, once again, uh, like I said, Disney knows what they're doing. They know how to manage crowds, how to move those people around. And then after dinner, um, the lounges, the nightclubs open up, dancing, trivia contest, games. The kids' clubs will stay open until midnight or 1 a.m. So you can spend some adult time. They have a piano bar, a champagne bar, usually a sports bar. Um, you know, the names are different on some of the, on some of the ships. But the content is always the same. There's always a piano lounge. There's always a sports bar bar. uh, and uh, a couple of different lounges. So uh, that covers your first day. Your your luggage will be delivered sometime, uh, usually around 5 or 6 o'clock. And uh, your stateroom attendant will come in while you're at dinner and make your room up for bed. Uh, And, uh, you know, the turn down service, leave the chocolates on the bed and do his towel animal that they will usually do. And uh, that that'll end your first day. And uh, you know, it, it like Dave said, it's a very it's a very busy day. There's a lot yes. going on, especially if you're new to cruising. You're you're learning your way around the ship. Uh, they do have an app that you can use to familiarize yourself with stuff, and it will give you directions. Um, and uh, it, it's an integral part of your day because your schedule will be found there. The maps will be on there, and uh, you get to use it a lot. And uh, then that brings us to the second day. I'll tell you, we um, one of the things we did was we opted for room service for breakfast. Mm-hmm. 
And I, you know, I forget what time, seven, seven thirty in the morning that yeah. our, our porter would knock on the door and, you know, uh, some fruit, some pastries, uh, coffee, iced tea, and a Mickey premium bar. Krispy Kreme. They actually have Krispy Kreme donuts at sea. Okay. Um, and Dave's right. You know, you can actually do that the night before. You can set up to have room service, bring your breakfast. You set the time. They'll give you a call. They bring it right in. They set it up. That uh, They do deliver Mickey bars. Um, room service uh, for most items is free. They deliver warm chocolate chip cookies, BLTs, uh, you know, all the food groups. Um, and uh, it's a great option to, to get some, uh, especially if you have a veranda. Which and, we did, yeah. So and, that, that was, you know, the nice thing was we were eating breakfast out in the veranda each morning. Right. You get that food delivered and then you don't have to go anywhere. And actually, we it's a little pregame for us. We'll have room service, bring some donuts and some fruit, and then we head up to Cabana's to get to get our real breakfast. Yeah, real breakfast. <laughs> um, First breakfast, second breakfast. Exactly. And, uh, you know, that the next couple of days are, are just, you know, depending upon your itinerary, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in your daily navigator, which is your listing of events. And uh, if you're a day at sea, um, the adults exclusive restaurant Paolo will have a uh, brunch on a day at sea. It's a great opportunity to go up and enjoy some uh, some good at, at Italian food uh, at Paolo. Uh, there is a surcharge for that. Uh, Paolo and Remy. Remy is only on the Fantasy and the Dream. Paolo is on all four ships. Those are the only restaurants that have an upcharge. They are not included in the rotational dining, um, but they are they are very good and a nice option. Uh, did you guys have an opportunity to eat at Paolo? We did not. No, we. Okay. Um you know, it was just the three of us. And again, since our first time, we were mm-hmm. kind of sticking to the basic program. Um, our first day was Nassau. Okay. And um, we actually never even got off the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we woke up early that day. We actually went up to the to the pool, to the uh, uh, water slide. Mm-hmm. And actually, there was nobody there because everybody was getting off the ship to go do their excursions. So we were able to ride the water slide multiple times. Nice. Um from there, we did a little more exploring the ship. Right. Uh, and again, that, that was something we really wanted to kind of uh, get around was using the, the ex- exploring the ship and checking it out. So we were able to do that. Um, we did a spa appointment. Okay. And then again, we immediately went to the kids club uh, and then relaxing by the pool. So yep. we did think, um, you know, we thought about in Nassau just, you know, getting off the ship for a little bit, kind of walking just to go over to the straw market. But we, you know, we had a, a real good day on the boat. Right. So Yeah, and, that, and that's, a, that's a big thing. You know, we've been to Nassau so many times now that, like, like Dave said, we don't even get off the boat anymore. Uh, we just stay on board. Everybody else gets off, and that leaves stuff free around the ship or with lessened crowds than there normally are. So yeah, there's nobody. That's a good time to get stuff done. Um, let's say let's talk about uh, the entertainment so we mentioned that there are broadway caliber performances every night they usually have um on a four night cruise they, I, I, they they'll usually have three or four different shows we um god you're gonna make me try to remember this one magic of the lost land no we had the the mickey we had a show golden like mickey golden mickeys the golden okay. mickeys yeah yeah um, was the first night on the ship yep with Ensign uh, benson yeah we had dinner we went over and watched the golden mickeys and uh you know, I, I kept Amelia's attention the whole time. She enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, and it was, it's funny because I would have to say that probably the biggest catalyst to us going on the ship was Amelia. You know, mm-hmm. she begged us. She wanted to go on the Mickey boat, the Mickey boat. So I think her, for her, the first day, 
you know, it was amazing. We, we we didn't tell her we were going on a Disney cruise. We just told her we were going to Disney. Okay. Uh, so, you know, when we came up over the bridge and you could see the boat, uh, you know, happy family moment that I'll treasure forever was a look on her face when she saw the boat because right. then she realized we were going on the boat and not, um, at first she was very excited that we were going on the boat, but then she was upset because we were going out to Disney world to go on rides. But, um, yeah, it, it was a, I thought it was a great show, mm-hmm. you know, the, a lot of characters, a lot of different, you know, sets and, and, uh, it's kind of like amazing that you're watching that on a boat, you right. know, like you're that, that theater is in a boat. Right. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a Broadway caliber show in a Broadway style theater. Uh, and the amazing thing is that those, you know, that, that theater houses multiple sets. You know, when you think that they're putting on three or four different shows every cruise, um, and it's all the same cast, and you've got all those sets and, and props and whatnot set up, it, it is kind of amazing to think how they do that on a, on a daily basis. So shows are great. Um, Disney, because they are Disney, has first-run movies in their movie theater, so yep. you can actually see. Uh, yeah, I have to think. There, I forgot. It was a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. and I can't think of what it was now. But, uh, you know, that was something I was like, I'm definitely staying up late to go see one of the movies. Right, and they'll do they'll do a red carpet events. If a movie gets released in, in movie theaters, it'll get released on the cruise line that same time, and, and they'll make a big to-do out of it. So that's that's really fun. Um, as Dave mentioned, you know, characters are on the ship. There's a, a ton of interaction with them. Uh, there are some character events that require reservations. They have a princess meet and greet that, uh, you know, you go through the receiving line with five or six princesses and, uh, that's a, a great photo opportunity. And, and pre COVID, it was a great autograph opportunity. Um, a lot of that has changed right now, but as we get through this pandemic, uh, you know, hopefully things get back to the way they were. Um, Castaway Key. Let's talk. Let's talk about Castaway Key. If you're I lucky really, enough to have a cruise that goes there, I really wish uh, they would have a. You could stay overnight there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I fell in love with it. We did the five k. Okay. Which uh, you know, being an avid runner myself, yes, yes. Uh, I would probably not do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, as exciting as it was, and you know, it's for those of us who are in the run Disney world. It's a great race, but there's nothing to it. And what I mean by that is you are running the runway that's on uh, Castaway uh, Key and, like, some trails. Mm -hmm. So, you for, like, the entire 5K, you see the ocean for, like, a heartbeat. Right. So, if for those of you who think that this is going to be, like, an awesomely fun run, you know, like, along the beach through the ocean, it's not. It's through the interior of the island, and it, um, it just... Kind of took a little bit away from us because uh, I was again I was expecting uh, you know gorgeous views, views and right. running alongside the water that never happened. Um, and I mean, we did our cruise over the summer, and man, was it hot! Yeah, I uh, mean, <laughs> they they do that five k at eight in the morning, yes. and usually by like eight ten, it's one hundred and forty degrees right. on, it, on the they do, it, they do it, yeah, they do it at eight in the morning for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the island, you know, it was the same service, the same type of experience. It was a continuation of the ship. The water was beautiful. The amenities were great. You know, it, it was just there was so much to do that you definitely can't do it all in, no. one, in one day. No, you can't. And, and I don't think you could do it all, you know, in a week. Yeah. Because there's enough to do. And I'm, you know, I, I'm biased too because, as you know, part of my job, I'm a scuba diver. So, 
you know, being in the water to me is one of my favorite places to be. And I, you know, I couldn't wait to go out and start snorkeling and, and finding mm-hmm. the uh, the Mickey statutes and snorkeling down to the boat from, you know, the Nautilus. The, the right? So uh, it was definitely awesome. And I, I, that's one of the Disney things I really can't wait to get back to. Yeah, the lagoon is great. Um, they have a uh, family beach. They have a teen beach. They have an adults-only beach. Um, they have cabanas that you can rent. They have bicycles you can rent. You can rent snorkeling gear. They have a stingray feeding uh, section that you can do. Uh, you can rent jet skis. You can go parasailing. You can go kayaking in the mango groves. Uh, there is a lot of stuff to do on that island. You can also use the trails. They have an observation tower that you can go out to and you know go up uh, like three or four stories and take a look around the island and look at the ships. Um, characters will come out onto the island. Uh, I ran with the 5k one time. I was all sweaty and gross. And then I stopped to get a picture with a character, but I didn't want to put my arm around Mickey because I, I, I was gross. It was 140 degrees and like 93% humidity. And, and I was just a big pile of sweat. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, all of the staff from the ship comes out and works the Island that day. So you might see your waiter serving drinks on the beach. You'll probably see your waiter working cookies. That's the barbecue. Um, they don't really do meals on the ship. Cabanas is open uh, for lunch. Uh, but if you're at Castaway, then they have a, a, a big barbecue on the island at Cookies or Cookies 2. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a nice island barbecue. And, you know, one thing I found, uh, this was like one of those things I didn't know. When we were on the island, I believe it was French fries they did not have. Yeah. And then we found out you could ask for them. Oh, really? And they had them. Interesting. And, and I was, did not know Yes, that. and it was somebody was sitting next to us. They were eating French fries, and I honed in on that, you know, like any slightly overweight guy would. Right. And I said, excuse me, where did you get those fries? And they said, oh, you, you, they have them. You have to ask for them. Good to know. So I was walked right up there. I was like, yeah, where well, I get me some French fries here, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got some fries. And don't, and don't be stingy on them. Either. Right, right, you know? Um, so uh, a castaway, great, uh, great place to go. Um, a fun day, and this is probably a good spot for us to take a break and come back with a second show where we talk about our day at sea and the disembarkation process. So until uh, next episode, I'm Tony. I'm David. And And we're we're Two two Dudes Talking Disney. Disney.